The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Sports Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericasports.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Feel it coming in the air. Yeah. And the screams from everywhere. Yeah. I'm addicted to the truth. It's a dangerous Stop. love affair. Can't be scared when it goes down. Got a problem, tell me Stop. now. Only thing that's on my mind is who goes this town tonight. Hey, welcome to the Formula Sports Talk. We are live. It is a Friday. Thank God it's Friday. That should be the music coming up to the second segment. Alex Clancy's in the studio, along with Demarie Lachey. Welcome to the show, guys. Thank you. Thanks. Mm-hmm. Glad it's Friday. Yeah, what you got planned? Uh, it's going to be a fun weekend. My sister's celebrating her birthday. She got some friends coming in from California. So. You still like your sister? What's that? You still like your sister? Do I still like her? Yeah, I love my sister. Mm. Okay. Alex? Yeah. I love my sister, too. I don't care about your sister. Oh, you don't what, care about my sister. No, oh, saying, okay, what, oh, okay, what you, sorry. What do you got going on? I don't know there's a line, <laughs> I know, line in the sand there. Yes, um, you see this line right here? I'm working this weekend. <laughs> I'm going to see my roommate play some music uh, tonight, a culinary dropout in Old Town. Who's your roommate? Kyle Phelan. You met him before. Who? Kyle. Oh, still? Yeah. I know y'all got still together. Yeah. Um, where's he playing? Culinary dropout, Old Town, Camelback, and uh, uh, Scottsdale. Scottsdale yes. Yeah, that's good. Tonight? It's a good place, yeah. I might pop in there. What time? Nine to midnight. I'll buy you a beer. You gonna buy me, buy me more than that? Yeah, I need a uh, shot with it. Now a I got. Of, I have a, uh, a shot of what? I don't know. Sense, common sense. I yeah, don't know. I um, I, I have a um, brand new bottle of Crown. Um, it's not. You, you're not gonna find it in the stores. It's a limited edition. This That's guy, a lot. You want to bet? You want to bet? I bet you the bottle of Crown that I have. Okay, you're not gonna see it in the store. Okay. Yeah, you want to bet? No. Oh, you, Demry? We can do it. Okay. Okay. Just what is it? It's a brand new bottle. I'll, t- I'll show you the picture of it right now. All right. You're not going to find it in the store. But anyway, I have that. So I haven't opened it yet, and I want to, but I want to open it while I'm out. So I want to be at home or stationary when I do that. Yeah, just invite me whenever, and I'll, I'll, I'll take care of no, this, for this you. Is no, no, <laughs> this is not a drink where you gotta, you're going to add something to it. I'll let you add a little bit water to it. Yeah. But other than that. It's just it. That's just it. You want to drink that on the rocks or straight. Yeah. That's how I just got it from Canada. Where Crown is made, obviously the whiskey was made. You must have had it up there, and made you burn, bring it to Arizona. No, because I used to drink Crown alone back back in. I don't the think day. it's allowed in Canada. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, but I'm with Kevin Gasman. <laughs> <laughs> I was um no, I used to drink Crown a long time ago, and um, but I stopped for drinking for about a year and a half. Then I got back on, and then some guy I played golf. You know, I play golf a lot, so I played golf with this one guy with the uh, Mayhem Sports, Mayhem Motorsports. And uh, he was going to Canada. He said, you want me to get you a bottle of Crown? I said, yeah, how much does it cost? He said, it's like $500 for a bottle of Crown. I said, well, you can bring one back if you want to. I'll drink some of yours. He bought, <laughs> he bought seven bottles back, seven bottles back, and, um, you know, he gave me one. Oh, wow. Yeah, I know. $500 for, maybe it was $350. I don't know. What the, the, $500 sounds better. That sounds. It could have been, but yeah, three fifty is even worse for a drink. You know, for for King Louis, a, a drink of a shot of that is two fifty, one fifty, two hundred dollars. Never knew that. Yeah, man. Yeah, 
That's a Alex. You working about y'all have that? Yeah, bar, they right? um at this place at the Lodge Tory Pines when I used to work there in mm-hmm. San Diego. This yeah. bartender broke a bottle once, and I've oh. never seen I've never seen Cry. fear. I've oh. never seen fear in somebody's <laughs> face. Yeah, because I mean, it's what do you say? I mean, I think we were charging sixty dollars for a pour. Seventy dollars yeah. per pour, something like that. What for the for the King Louis? Yeah, no, it's uh, more than that. Yeah, it's more than that. Yeah, but I can't it, remember the time, but especially at Tory Pines, it's got to yeah, be. And more she than almost that. got uh, she yeah. They, oh, she yeah, she almost got uh, no, fired, no, no, but no, no. Uh, she didn't. No, I'm, I'm, I'm actually got a question. I was thinking about this. I want to talk about it earlier in the week. Probably was man, but Tuesday. I think it was uh, Jeff Gordon who just won. Um, how is one guy's car always faster than another guy's car? Because he has the He's best not, team. Yeah, he, well, that's true. Uh, I know that much. But you don't think on a consistent basis? I mean, he wins all the time. I mean, when, when, even when he doesn't win, we're we talking about him. Well, yeah. I but mean, how is his car always – I mean, it's, it's about 200, 300 guys out there. How's his car always in the front? Well, I mean, it's it, and Jimmy Johnson is, has kind of taken over. Jeff Gordon's right. one of the old guys now. Mm-hmm. I mean, he was coming on the scene when Dale Earnhardt Sr. was was uh, in his heyday before his uh, you know uh, tragic uh, crash on on uh, um, you know. But I I think that it, every team tinkers on the line of going past the um, the qualifications for what what is a legal car to have on the on like, the track. Like fast and furious. Yeah. So it's. It, it, new and new um, uh, technology and everything's coming out to where these cars are faster and faster. I mean, I think a lot of it has to do with just timing. And, you know, I'm not a huge race car fan. I, I call it left turn. I've heard people call it left turn or that because that's all they do is just turn left. Um, but, yeah, Jeff Gordon's been around forever. And it's and more than anything, it's about marketing yourself. Well, I know you have to be able to drive because these guys and just they didn't – it didn't two years ago say I want to I want to race NASCAR. and they drive fast right yeah. but but Jeff Gordon he just wins the Brickhouse uh, four hundred um, but he's Brickyard he, Brickyard I'm sorry um, he always um, he's always there yeah I mean that's his home city his home did you town. go into it in Indy oh yeah I've been at Brickyard uh, Indy five hundred track Speedway plenty of times okay and it's it's a uh, it's lovely a, it's, it's a lovely venue to go different see. crowd different you ever been to Watkins Glen. No. Say I've been in Watkins Land. Uh-huh. Different crowd. Different yeah. crowd of fans. And, and I'm talking about there's there's indie crowd, there's NASCAR crowd, right. and there's um football crowd. Totally right. different fans. Totally. But I, I was just wondering that, man. I was just wondering how's his car always he's always the he top. Got some great I mean, engineers it's like working yeah. on them cars. I mean, you know You gotta but, be the top ten to even make sense out of that for racing for ten years, yeah. ten to fifteen years. I mean being a Rainbow Warrior, you probably get first selection a lot of new like Alex A technology that comes out with the name that you built and uh with your strong team of group of engineers who you know you can depend on and plus you know you grow more and more as a NASCAR racer, you know more about your cars more than probably the guys that you hire themselves. People won't watch a NASCAR. It's, it's like soccer here. I don't, I don't know, but if you ever went to a you ever went to a race, it, it'll change. I went to a race. Yeah, it'll change. Yeah, like a hundred laps go by so fast. Mm-hmm. Like on TV, you'd be like, "Oh man, what the heck?" <laughs> like baseball. Yeah. So it's like, when's the crash? Well, when, here when's something gonna happen? <laughs> yeah, it's like, can I even crash? But you don't want anybody to get yeah, hurt. Yeah, you don't but. want nobody to get hurt. You want, but you want to see some type of excitement, so, I guess you could say, some evil excitement, which is how NASCAR is. But, yeah, you're, you're there at the event. I mean, there's a lot going on in the crowd, a lot of uh, chanting, a lot of uh, roaring. and A lot of mullets. Fans getting into it. You yeah, said a lot too. of mullets. And Miller Lite, a lot of Miller Lite everywhere. Well, yeah. you got the proud sponsor. Whoever's a proud sponsor, you got to um, 
you got to have that there. You can, you want to give that away. You know, in, in Virginia at Kings Mill, since Alex, you started golfing um, again. But at uh, Kings Mill, Kings Mills, they give you two coming through the door. Oh wow! Yeah, it's uh, Anheuser Busch. Yeah, well, if no, not just you have to go to the beer factory, but Anheuser Busch, they give you two coming through the door. So uh, I don't know. I was just that was something I always wonder. Who is? Let me see. New Orleans. What is his name? Who's the big man in New Orleans? Went to Kentucky. Went to Kentucky. You guys don't know. He's with the uh, New Orleans uh, Bobcats. Oh, Charlotte Bobcats. Oh, Charlotte. Michael Kidd Gilchrist. Yeah. No, that's not. That's, that's not a him. bigger kid. Anthony yeah. Davis. Anthony no, Davis. He's with the, oh, the he Pelicans. Yeah, the Pelicans. Well, they're Charlotte. not the Pelicans anymore. Yeah, they are. They still the Pelicans. Yeah. They who, just who got changed the Bobcats? The changed themselves to the Hornets. Back to the yeah, Hornets. Back back to the Hornets. Yeah, you got me with the Hornets. That's why I'm like <laughs> Hornets. What yeah. kid Gilchrist? Yeah. Kevin Durant said that's going to be the next MVP. And I wanted to ask this yesterday, but we got so much on the two cornerbacks and their money. Uh, it's almost like a reality show, which you got to get the TV going, man. You, you need you, you need to step your game well, up. We're we'll about to start on that this weekend. Don't worry oh, about okay. that. Um, <laughs> going out to Glendale, we'll be out to Glendale, mess around with some uh, Cardinals football players and the organization. So it'll be fun. All right. Um, let me think. Uh, okay. <laughs> Outside of LeBron James, this is what I want to ask you guys: Who do you think I got my next MVP? Well, it's a guest MVP, guesstimation. Who's the next MVP? Now Durant can win it again, but you know, to Alex's point, that uh, Westbrook was out, so he went on. He went on had an explosion. Um, who's the next MVP I, I in ne- the NBA? I never thought I'd say this. If the if the Clippers um, get the number one overall seed or the number two seed, Blake Griffin. I, I truly believe in. And I don't. I'm not. He I'm, was third, and he was fine. Yeah, he was third. Yeah, I, I can see I, that. I'm not. I'm not a Blake Griffin guy because I, I think his numbers are ballooned and his rebounds are. I mean, he jumps through the roof, yes, and he gets a lot of easy buckets for dunks and everything, thanks to Chris Paul. But I truly believe that if they they get the number one overall seed, which they can do, all things being equal, Donald Sterling not being the owner, Doc Doc Rivers and Chris Paul coaching and playing respectfully, respectively, I. I think he could definitely do it. He was twenty five and fourteen last year. Twenty five yeah. and thirteen. Well, he was third place in the uh, MVP. But it was voting. it was far it was far behind. I mean, he was yeah, yeah, but it was a shoot. consolation third prize. Third, um, LeBron and uh, Durant, they was equal all the way to the last final hour. Hour. Then then um, Blake Griffin, but he was third. Still, he was third. It was. I mean, who was fourth? Yeah, uh, James Harden. James Harden. I James think Harden. James Harden. Uh, here's my. Um, because the big guy and um, he plays too much in Houston, he he's never serious. He can't be it. Dwight uh, Howard, no way. Yeah, he can't be it. But uh, I'm, you know, who I'm going with. This is who I'm going with this year. I want to pick two. I'm not gonna pick Kevin Durant and um, LeBron James because they easily could win it. Those are two that could easily win it. I'm going with um, Carmelo Anthony. Oh, you're such a okay, Carmelo. If I would say, if I would say, if I would say, no somebody shot. You like, if I say somebody you like, you wouldn't say the word. No way. You just don't like no Carmelo. Way. That's not yeah, true. Yeah, He's yeah. not an MVP kind of guy. Are you crazy? No. Okay. Well, yeah, you are crazy, but yeah. Why was he not top three okay. last year? They have that a worse team this year than they did last year. Carmelo Anthony decides, okay, let me explain my pick, and then you can pick whomever you want to, sure. and then don't worry about my pick anymore <laughs> after that. Um, this, is why, this is why. It's time for him to be an MVP. He has that great of a talent to be an MVP, but he's in the league with LeBron James and Kevin Durant. He's in the league with James Harden and those guys. Why can't Carmelo Anthony be 
the MVP. Now, he decided to go back to New York. So whatever consequences comes with that, he's going to have to deal with them, and he's going to have to play ball. He's in the East where he should be the score. He's the same guy to beat Miami with um, with uh, LeBron James and the big three they have, Chris Bosh and Dwayne Wade. Dwayne Wade probably hurt half of those times. Well, no, actually LeBron didn't play in like three of those games. But he's the guy who was putting them lights out. Now, if he can do that on a consistent basis, this year, knowing, having going back there, understanding the situation, and possibly playing in that triangle under Dirk Fisher and um, Phil Jackson, this is why I lead, he's my lead candidate. Or my fantasy. This is a fantasy pick, by the way. This is not no lead candidate. This is a fantasy pick. He's my fantasy pick for MVP next year. I don't know what fantasy pick means. Th- that, that means that, without KD and LeBron, obviously, yeah, I guess. Yeah, cause, uh, <laughs> yeah, because those two can easily win. That was the rules before, I guess. Yeah, if you pay attention and just— You went into yeah. Carmelo's phase. Anyway, mother— Y'all got y'all— <laughs> that's, So that's like, that's like, like playing a video <laughs> game. My friend and I used to draft fantasy. We used to draft teams, and we play, and we do a, you know, a thing. But you can never pick, at that point, Kobe or LeBron. <laughs> okay, because yeah, they were the best players. That's what we did so with we had uh, to pick Mobile. We, we couldn't pick uh, uh, the Ra- Oakland Raiders because of Bo Jackson. You don't know about that. Oh, are you kidding me? Tech Mobile. Uh, yes. Okay. Thurman Thomas, Jim yeah. Kelly, Don Beebe, you, Andre you Reed. guys on a team. That don't mean you know about them. I'm telling you, Thurman Thomas, I used to run all over the place with Thurman Thomas. No, it was um, San Francisco 49ers and Tech Mobile. I'm talking about Bill Walsh. Tech Mobile. Yeah. Tech Mobile. Oh, I played Super Tech Mobile. Yeah, it's the same thing. Oh, they so is that run. the one where they could only run in one direction? No, no. They no, run no. up or down? I've never seen that game. I've never played that game. Oh. Uh, but the... Um, <laughs> Bo Jackson come across the middle. You cannot stop. Him. Do you think he would have been the best running back ever, barring injury? No, no. You don't think so? No. Because people talked about he's the best two two sport athlete ever, right? No, I don't know about that. You don't think so? I don't. No, nah, because didn't he have I a hip time. injury or something in yeah, football? Yeah, he had a yeah. hip order, a serious hip order. Somebody else just had. I know somebody who had that, um, and they was able to come back. I played with the guy who gave Bo Jackson. Uh, the hit pointer, his dad, his son. I play with his son. So you that, you that guy talking about your third, fourth cousin? Uh, no, nah, man, nose, that's my nose, bra- nose, nose Brad Pitt. It must nose be Friday. It must yo, be Friday. That's, today. My, that's my yo, good yo, teammate. Your third man. or fourth cousin, no we Brad Pitt. We still keep in touch. <laughs> we still talk. That's my man's is in there. Everybody got a man's is in there. Everybody got one of those. Go and pick that name. That's up, one man. of them. <laughs> <laughs> Your names are still on the floor from yesterday. I got a bunch on the floor. I know. I name drop. I <laughs> yeah. name drop. Well, so, I mean, so Kendall, Kendall Walker. Kendall Walker. Kendall Walker. Who, who's What's your, up, Kendall? His name. I know uh, he's tuning in. His dad or his? his uh, no, his, his son' name is Kendall. I, uh, I think his dad' name might be Kendall as well. Who? Who's your MVP? He took him out. My MVP. I'm going with the dark horse, man. I'm, I'm taking. I'm, I'm go with taking Derrick Rose. Oh, you are high. Why? You can't be high. You can't so be high sober. because look, he, he shouldn't have won the MVP the first time. A lot of guys shouldn't have won it. Hey, won I know, I know, I know. Okay, I won't say that anymore. So why Derrick? <laughs> so okay, so Derrick Rose healthy. Okay, so yeah. Pal Gasol's there. Boozer's gone, which is a huge exactly a huge thing. So look, look his numbers roster. will get up. Look at the roster. He his has, numbers are gonna get up anyway. With uh, without not with if he shoots forty two percent. No, who Boozer? No, no, no. Uh, Derrick Rose. Derrick Rose. Rose is a 43% career field goal percentage. Yeah, field goal shooter. No doubt. You don't think he can change and his game? And he's a lead. He's, he's changing I don't know. Yeah. He's going to have to. He, he can't be doing that drive. He, he has to. Yeah. No, he has to. He, he even said it himself, and I think that's just going to make him a better overall basketball player offensively. He already does a great job defensively. You got Tom Thibodeau. Mm-hmm. Now you got wing players you can trust. You got Doug McDermott coming in, a mm-hmm. young guy who can let that thing fly. He can get off busy. You got, uh, like you said, bringing in Pau Gasol. You got uh, top five MVP. Candidate MVP candidate with Joe Kim Noah, uh-huh. so it's gonna he make Derrick Rose fourth, even by the way. stand out. Yeah, he, he might have been fourth. He might have been fourth. Yep. And that's gonna make him like that's gonna make them stand out even better and help Derrick Rose get to where he needs to go so, even further. So, do you think that with his uh, injuries in the past 
and he used to be a big time slasher, you know, trying to get in the paint at all cost. Um, do you think that he goes from 24 and 6 to 19 and 10 because he's not going to be driving as much? He's going to be facilitating more? I'll say, I'll say. Or do you think he's still going to be jacking him like he used to? I don't think he should be a point guard. I don't think he should be facilitating more. I think he should still. Th- those those slashes and those driving to the basket, that takes power. Yeah, but that's for and a shooting guard. That, that's that. for, that's for a small forward. That's not for a point guard. Right. Point right. guards aren't slashers. Exactly. A point guard facilitates. Right, but Derrick Rose never was really a facilitator. I know. I thought he you was said always that he was going to go to uh, be more of a facilitator. No, no, yeah, be more of a facilitator because he never used to be. Instead of slashing, he'll you know they can run the pick and roll. They can do things with Paul Gasol <laughs> they weren't able to do with Carlos Boozer for more than a quarter in a game. So his assist numbers should rise yeah, if he definitely. wants to be more of a point guard and preserve his body. The way he drove to the basket, he should have more assists because when he go there, it's two guys on him. He doesn't have to rebound he, as much as well. Right, that's he, what, he was averaging there. like five, six rebounds yeah. a year. Three to so, four is enough for him. Yeah, and, that, and that's if. Bounce long exactly. Now you got Paul Gasol and uh, Joe Kim Noah, who whose game got way better than when Derrick Rose won the MVP. Mm-hmm. So I mean, that's fair. It's just a dark horse. It's just you know, in Chicago, he's gonna he's gonna like what he's been doing with the Team USA thus far in Vegas. Is it like you just hear just incredible things about him? Like they I just hope Derrick he doesn't Rose get hurt back. again. I just really hope he doesn't get hurt again. Because if he gets hurt again, he's Brandon Roy. Like that's it. If he tears his ACL again. Why, why, this why, is why, basketball. Why, why can't he be? Um, if he got hurt again, why can't he be Grant Hill? Grant Hill, and I then mean, come back and have well a, because a, Grant a, a Hill had rim. totally different had a totally different skill set. He was injured. Yeah, but that's Grant, what I'm going on. But Grant Hill was more of a he played point guard in Detroit, even though he was he was a, he played the three. I think he was, I think he's a three. Yeah, he yeah. was, but he he I mean he brought the ball up the court. He was the he was the uh, the second rookie ever to make the All Star team. Mm-hmm. I think Moses Malone was the first one. So he was. Well beyond his years when he came into the league, he played four years in college, I right, believe. Right. So that's a little different. Uh, he got injured and then he completely changed his game. He played completely off the ball when he came back. So if you're smart, that's why I think Derrick Rose will take more of a backseat approach him. on the offensive end. And if he does, I I, I, I don't think that that's as dark horse as, as even Blake Griffin. I, I think he'd have a better chance of Blake Griffin if he did that. Uh huh. I have um, Anthony Davis. Uh, this is what. Kevin Durant said, Anthony Davis is the next MVP, in his opinion. The next MVP, I don't know. I guess it's next year. I got Carmelo Anthony for the reasons I stated. He has uh, Derrick Rose, and with 30 seconds, you have. I mean, I think LeBron's going to win it, but, I, I, but I'm picking But I'm picking. Um, we're not talking about Blake LeBron. Griffin. Blake Griffin. Blake and that Griffin. goes in because I don't like Blake Griffin, and I'm picking him. So that Carmelo Anthony thing isn't exactly a, uh, a good argument against somebody that I don't like. I don't even know what you're talking about. Okay, that's fair. That's usual. Mm-hmm. Exactly. <laughs> you're 100% right on that. You're 100% right on that. 888-346-9144. We're going to take a quick break. We'll come back. we finish up on some Marshawn Lynch uh, getting back in training camp. Guamala Sports Talk. We'll be right back. Follow us on Twitter at VoiceAmericaTRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's VoiceAmericaTRN. If you think you've seen online TV before, let us surprise you. VoiceAmerica.tv is online now. The leader in live internet talk radio has done it again. Multiple channels, a state-of-the-art viewing experience, live and on-demand programs streaming 24 hours a day. It's exactly what you want, when you want it. VoiceAmerica.tv. From health and wellness to business, sports, and everything in between. Discover our new world. Visit VoiceAmerica.tv now and experience the future of online television. VoiceAmerica.tv. Have you become a member yet? Sign up now to become a member of Voice America. It's always free and easy. 
Plus, you get to take advantage of some great member benefits. Get unlimited access to millions of hours of on-demand content across all of our channels. Keep track of your favorite episodes, shows, and hosts in your own customizable library. Find out what shows you might be interested in based on your favorites. Plus, you get insider access with our newsletter. Membership gives you more. Sign up at voiceamerica.com and click register at the top right. Think you've seen everything there is to see in online television? Let us surprise you. Visit voiceamerica.tv today for sports, health, business, and more on demand 24-7. Let the bodies hit the floor. Let the bodies hit the floor. Let the bodies hit the floor. Let the bodies hit the yeah, that's what I'm talking about right there. That's that Friday. That's that get you ready for Friday. That's Friday. That's Friday give me workout. shots all around, bartender. <laughs> that's that. That's double that shots. music right there. Double for, shots for my generation, for my age. Y'all do double shots for my age. Yeah, so 1990 babies, the, crack yeah, babies. You know. No, we ain't no crack babies. The crack babies, <laughs> the crack babies, the 80s babies. <laughs> <laughs> Who do double shot? Why don't you just get two shots? Your double shot. Is, well, because double shots it looks it looks it works faster. It's, it's more swag with it. Yeah, it goes down. Oh, faster. you you doing it for all oh, the swag? Yeah, for the See, swag. I ain't no, you know? no swag type. See, guy. you not. Yeah, yeah, ain't no swag. You catching type on? Guy. You catching on? Right, okay, so I'm just gonna go Crack to the bar babies. and get me a glass of wine and sit down and chill and watch them idiots get drunk. And that's what you gotta do. That's <laughs> your. That's your. That's what you do. I'm that idiot. Marshawn Lynch, uh huh. <laughs> Marshawn, all pro running back. Marshawn Lynch. Let me let me add that in. Uh, ends his uh. Sit out with the uh, Seattle Seahawks, Super Bowl Seattle Seahawks. Uh, and we talked about there, I know Alex said the owners always win, but I don't think the owners won in this case. And I think he got a 500 or 500,000 of what he would have got last year. It was actually 1.5 of what he would have got last year. They put into the contract this year, which gives him a, a base salary of $6 million to play this one year. He's 28 years old. And they took the five hundred thousand and added it into a bonus, which he would get all of, all of that this year. So his contract went from five to six point five with with the one point five million um, added to that. Now we talk about and the icing on the cake is the five hundred thousand dollars that he was going to be fined has been wiped clean. Now does that set a precedent precedent for? Any player in Seattle to sit out and be fined for sitting out, does that organization wipe that slate clean? Or was it just because of Marshawn Lynch and who he is and what he means to this team and what they're trying to do going into this year as the repeating, defending Super Bowl champs? I think that they just wanted to make him happy in any sort of situation. In a minor situation. Yeah, because, I mean, it's putting the Band-Aid over it uh, because Russell Wilson's going to get paid next year. They they will choose Russell Wilson over Marshawn Lynch. Well, yeah, because Russell Wilson's a young guy. He's your quarterback, and Marshawn Lynch is twenty eight years old, who means everything to the offense um, right now. He's and, the heart of that team, isn't he? And, and, and yes, and and the locker room. You cannot buy a locker room presence. You, well, actually, you can, but you decide to get rid of it on the field. Do we know that he's a locker room presence? Yes, we do. We do. Yeah, we know. He doesn't do. speak to the media, so nobody knows about this guy. That's even better. That's yeah, but even better. Don't you? You what you want? Well, I don't know. Some guys are different. Some guys speak to the media, and it's okay. Some guys are real crafty with the media. Uh, some guys just decide not to do it. I mean, you go out there. <laughs> I saw Arian Foster. I saw this. Oh, uh, that was great. <laughs> that was great. I tuned in to that. I watched I that, that thing man. like three, four yeah, times. Yeah, me it was, too. It was I thought it was a joke. Night. I actually caught it on the Jimmy Kimmel Live show. Yeah. I was watching Jimmy Kimmel late last night, and they showed the Arian Foster deal. Did you? Did you I thought it? it was a joke. It was hilarious. I thought it was a joke. So when you talk about the media and – you, you know we get fi- you get fined if you don't talk to the media. Mm-hmm. If they request you and you don't come, 
unless I mean you have to be injured or something just had to happen to your game. You can even break a fingernail and say I can't go on this pain. You know you can't talk. You don't know my pain. Arian Foster said, uh, you know, I just want to be the best teammate I can be. <laughs> this is all he said. You know what I mean? And then he talked. He was talking crazy. Yeah, you know, I mean, you know what? Yeah, I'll just try to try to be the best teammate I can be. This was his whole interview. And I loved it. I thought it was a joke. So I was looking at the people in the background and seeing if anything changed or anything repeated itself. That was one of the best interviews I've seen. And then that's all he <laughs> said because – the media was waiting. I mean, obviously, a good guy like him who has a – well, I think he has a heart condition. Um, undrafted. Undrafted. Um, come from where he come from, and we watched this guy pour down in tears when he got that signing bonus because it meant so much. When you self-made, it means so much to you. And it's like, okay, I, I'm here, but I still have to keep balling. I, and I get back to Marshawn. But that interview, uh, somebody had to say something to him for him to go into an interview like that, and that's all he said was, yeah, well, you know, I'm just trying to be the de- best teammate I could be. This was the whole interview, and he fulfilled his obligation of talking to the media. And the media, not sometimes, but all the time, if you got about 10 to 15 of those guys around you with a microphone and cameras, they're going to twist up what you said because it sells better, and it, and it brings a distraction. So if he's trying to be the best teammate he can be, and he's out on the field doing that, that's just what it is. Marshawn Lynch doesn't talk to the media as much as most guys do. So in the locker room, those guys respect the heck out of him of what he does. You may not see him practice during the week, or you may not see him practice that much during the week. And I think some superstars deserve that right. The way he plays deserves that right. As long as you show up, I used to have a problem with that, but as long as you show up on game day and do your job, he helps them win. He helped makes Russell Wilson what he is right now. Now, Russell Wilson, to take no credit away from him, is a, a smart guy. Um, an older guy, a smart guy, he deserved to get paid. But until you show me that another running back can do what Marshawn does for that team, mm-hmm. then then you tell me he doesn't deserve his money. Yeah. He deserved more. So he got he got one point five million. They they could cut him next year, but he got the one point five. He'd be twenty nine years old. Somebody could sign him to a three year deal. Yeah, no, and, and and people will be lining up to do so. Yeah, it's interesting with Seattle, and you you talked about. I remember when we were. Um, talking about offense and defense, how you didn't want the offense coming into your meetings and the defense, the offense didn't want defense coming into their meetings. I see Seattle as everybody on the offensive side of the ball, including Russell Wilson and uh, and Marshawn Lynch, are silent. They're not loudmouth guys. And you let the defense, you let Richard Sherman and that defensive line and that linebacking core and that and that DB core. Be uh, be the talkers, and I feel like Seattle, unlike many teams in the NFL, are one team. Like they will talk to each other about offensive and defensive schemes, even though they're on the other side of the ball. Yeah, and I'll tell you why that is. Uh, before uh, Demery gets in, I'll tell you why that is. It's offenses takes time. They can't talk as much. You have some guys on that guy offense that can talk like defense guys. The guy who's going to show up and back it up on that offense. But it takes time for an offense to get started. They have to run about 15, 20 plays before they get into their rhythm. I mean, you might have times where you got a high-power Denver Broncos offense. You come out there, I can score on the first five plays. Yeah. Overall, it takes offense to get into the rhythm. Defensively, we line up and we attack. We play off of instincts. We react to the ball, and then we have our defensive plan. So all of it's schematics, and you get to a point. You get to where you're supposed to be. If it's zone, you get to where you're supposed to be. If you're blitzing, you, get, you hurry up and get to the quarterback. You don't have to always sack the quarterback in blitzes. You don't always have to sack the quarterback in just re- regular base defense. You just got to make be a just presence. Disrupt. Just yeah. be a presence right there. And when you got crafty 
defensive backs, crafty linebackers, well, then you, you get into your drop, and he's throwing the ball right to you. Yeah. So defensively, it's more of a read and react thing. Offensively, it takes time. That's why uh, most of the coaches I know, offensive coordinators and head coaches, they have 15 scripted plays. I never liked them. They just ran them regardless because they want to get into the rhythm. But those plays were to see what how defenses react to these plays so they know what to run throughout the game. Right. Yeah. yeah. I, and, okay. I mean, that's how mostly offensive uh, game plans are put together. You get your, like, first 12, first 15 plays just to see how a read and react on the defensive standpoint because they're trying to read on uh, certain formations that's what they line their plays off of, and they'll run coverages off of or certain blitz off of certain formations. So you scheming things out probably for that first quarter, and then once things start going, you start hitting them with your home run hitters. With Peyton Manning, them out, they they come out with their or the Broncos. <laughs> he just come out with his home run hitters from the beginning. Yeah, because I mean he, he, he checks in the play anyways. Yeah, yeah. yeah he, he checks, checks the line. But I mean with Seattle, I, I think that a, a reason why they're so close is because Seattle depends on their defense. Like, they depend on their defense because their offense isn't a high-powered yeah, offense. Yeah, I, like, I like that because I think more defenses should be talkers. If Me you're too. a smart well, offensive player— Well, San Francisco player, is the most hated defense in the NFL and, right and, now. If you smart, Everybody's a talker on that defense. You should yeah. be more crafty on uh, offense. Yeah, you offense. You should be more be like so chess much. moves. You should be chess moves like, all right, we hear you talking. We're going to do this. Yeah. They don't need to be allowed because you're if you, you showing— a, If you you're picking them offense. apart and scoring yeah. is, is you talking. If you got a good offense, you're doing that. You're picking them apart. You're just throwing dots, and you might miss, And but this is how they respond to that miss. So offense is all off of instinct. So you building that instinct with talk. Because you could throw a ball over my head. Yeah. And say, I'm going to say, okay, that won't happen again. Yeah, but my point is that not all teams depend on defense. New Orleans has never depended on their defense because they they've had, had such one. a high-powered offense. Right. right. I mean, even though uh, whoever Chip Kelly, was— Chip Kelly doesn't pin on his defense, but that defense played well later on, and that's how— Yeah, they gave up, they a, fought, yeah. They gave up a lot of points. So, I mean, that, but they had a high-power offense. Like three out of the last four Super Bowl winners— Three out of the last Super, four Super Bowl winners had awful defenses. Like, uh, Green Bay had the worst defense in the NFL the year they won. Yeah. New Orleans had the worst defense in the NFL, uh, you know, yardage, total yardage the year they won. If you have a high-powered offense, and obviously De- uh, Denver uh, ran into a, a buzzsaw they with Seattle. Into, they ran into the best defense. Yeah, but also, Peyton Manning's never performed well in the playoffs. So, like, that, I, I don't know if you could put that to, if you put Aaron Rodgers on the Broncos that year, uh, that, in that Super Bowl, I'm not sure if it would have been the same outcome. Drew Brees, same thing. I'm not sure if it would have been the same your, outcome. Take your best quarterback outside of Peyton Manning, put him on that defense. I'm mean, on that Put offense. Tom Brady on that offense, they win the Super Bowl. They lose. Uh-uh. What's, what's, they going against the same defense. I understand, but so it's Tom, a different quarterback. So, <laughs> so t- Tom Brady's your number one quarterback. Say instead of Peyton Manning, yeah. Tom Brady. Say Tom Brady, yes. And no, it's either, not instead of, either is Peyton Manning one, Tom Brady two, or you can have one A, one B. You put Tom Brady on that Denver Broncos offense, they win the Super Bowl? I think so. Against that defense? Uh-huh. It's, it's a different ball game. I understand. That defense was not, that, it was not going to happen against that defense. I don't care who the offense, you can put, who's the best offense ever? Put them against that thing. That was the best offense ever. No. That, yes, it was. Yeah, statistically, yeah. They, they was throwing bombs all the day. The difference between Tom Brady and Peyton Manning is that Tom Brady will take sacks. So the best He will take ever, sacks, and he won't throw bad balls when under pressure. The best offense ever didn't beat that defense. Yeah, but it's still— That's not the best defense ever. I think statistically, that's that year, it's like a top three— That was the top uh, three defense ever okay, last year. Here's what I'm saying. That Denver Broncos, statistically, was the best offense ever? Yeah. Okay. They didn't play against the best defense ever, because you're forgetting about the '85 Bears. You're forgetting about the the Bears who just who last won, who was in the Super Bowl. You're forgetting about the 
the Baltimore Ravens. Yeah, I'm not forgetting about them. I think those were well, one that's and what two. I'm saying. And that's Seattle a, was three. But that's okay, ever, ever, okay. ever, ever. That's three. Okay, let's say Seattle's that's three. That's in 50 years. So, and Tom, so Tom Brady wins the Super Bowl with that team against that defense. I think you're missing my point. I think you're not hearing my point. I, you, I'm saying against that defense, nobody was going to beat that defense this year. Those guys showed up and it was lights out. And when we're talking about, I thought the Denver Broncos, I thought it was going to be a great game because of Peyton Manning. And that offense and what they did all year long. How do you do that all year long? Get to the Super Bowl and it looks like that. That looks you nothing ain't like never your seen offense. A defense like that. They haven't they, played against that defense. Nobody they played against simulated the Seattle Seahawks defense. Peyton Manning has always had a hurdle to overcome to win a second Super Bowl, right? Everybody, he, he has, everybody does. Yeah, but I'm saying Peyton Manning is looked at as, in my opinion, the best regular season quarterback of all time. But I don't think he's a top three quarterback of all time. Wow. There's no <laughs> way. Joe Montana, Tom Brady, one and two. Because they won Super Bowls? Yeah. Because they had a high Wait power. Wait a who you say? Joe Montana. Joe Montana, Tom Brady. Joe Montana's 4-0 in Super Bowls. What about uh, Terry Bradshaw? And I was going to say Terry Bradshaw's Terry three. Bradshaw. Because he yes. has four. Because he has four. This goes back to Joe and the best ever I'm not game. saying that it's numbers, because I think uh-huh. Peyton Manning's a way better quarterback than Ben Roethlisberger, and Roethlisberger has two. Right. He's way better than his brother, and his brother has two. All right. So I'm not saying it's, but having a three Super Bowl gap between players, yes, that's a big deal. Yeah. And ta- yes, they had the steel curtain. Yes, Terry Bradshaw probably wasn't as uh, gifted as Peyton Manning is cerebrally or, you know, anything like that. But he's still executed and they still won Super Bowl. Ooh, my, thing is, my thing is you still have players that you can still name today from their defensive teams, from their special teams. Which one? From Joe Montana's teams, from Tom Brady's teams. I can name all those guys. Who, who, give me some guys on defense that Peyton Manning had. Bob Sanders and uh, beat up Bob Sanders not, and a not, beat up yeah, Dwight Yeah, not Freeney. Bob Sanders. But Bob Sanders, yeah, he, was like, yeah. he was like um, and who, Dwight Freeney. Derrick Rose. Yeah, Terrence Mathis. Yeah. Terrence Dwight Freeney. Robert Mathis. Robert, Robert Mathis. Mathis. Well, who's Terrence Mathis? <laughs> he was a receiver, for, a receiver for Atlanta Falcons. Oh, okay. Ooh. He made that up. No, no. But, uh, <laughs> you think he would give me credit? You think he would give me credit for nothing? No, Come on. Yeah, you, you out of your head. You, you <laughs> had two shots already. Double no, shots. No, I ain't, I ain't, I'm waiting on that uh, Crown Royal, but... <laughs> no, okay, so Peyton well, I was just saying, like, his team, like, Peyton, that, that Colts team, I mean, I'm not trying to, like, be biased against Peyton No, Manning. that's fair. I just think he is a top three quarterback of all time for what he was thrown at him in Indianapolis and what he built, uh, his career built upon that. I mean, with it obviously got one Super Bowl out the whole deal, and he... I mean, he, his teams weren't that really good, like overall good. Who, as, who did, who? As New okay, but they also, teams, yeah. the, the Super Bowl teams. that he won, they beat a college team. They beat oh, Rex definitely. Grossman. They might be the worst no, they, team they to ever a, make it to the Super Bowl. A college Bowl. quarterback. Yeah. Well, not a college team. Okay, that defense, that's fine. That, that defense, defense was, was good. Okay, fine. So he, that, beat, he beat a good defense then, but they had zero offense. They had zero, zero, zero oh, offense. Oh, Chicago? Yeah. They I mean, that, team, offense, that yeah. team was bad. If Chicago that, had, right. if they had two dynamic offenses, they 13 and that three? Been a different game. Yeah. They were yeah. 13 and but three, Peyton Chicago was that year. That's the year. Peyton still didn't win that Super Bowl. He, no, I mean, the weather no. conditions was terrible. Yo, he so didn't win that Super Bowl. It was, it was just your Peyton better was team a quarterback of that Super Bowl team. Now, that's the same year that the Cardinals left, left him off the hook. Let him off the hook. This is the Denny Green year right here. And Cardinals was. Cardinals yeah. was beating Chicago Bears down. Yeah. And I think they still would have got to the Super Bowl. But they were beating them down. But the Cardinals would have got into the playoffs is what the big nonsense about that was. Yeah. All right. So, Marshawn Lynch back in practice before we get into these uh, Super Bowl teams. Yeah. <laughs> was it beneficial? It had, to, In my opinion, it was beneficial for him being there. And that was a great deal of wiping the slate clean. But I think they set a precedence for anybody else that sits out. They're going to have to do the same thing. And then was it was it because it was Marshawn Lynch and what it meant to that team, or 
because of what they're trying to do. It had to be what they're trying to do back-to-back years that haven't been done in eight years. Yeah, maybe. And also, I think w- negatively we talk about, say, James Harrison. We talked about him a couple days ago. It's, it's built up, built up, built up, and then boom. In, in, a, in a negative connotation for the fines that he gets for hits. Okay, Marshawn Lynch, it's just positive. He hasn't done anything wrong since he's come to the since he's come to Seattle, except for put on beast mode, put Skittles. Beast Skittles stock is through the roof. Beast mode. Well, beast mode is a big business. I got a beast mode shirt. That is a yeah, big, he, I, he, right. He created a big, a, a big business. It was that rumbling, stumbling against New Orleans. Yep. That's what put him on the map. That's no what, that, that, well, No, no, no. In, in Seattle, that's what made everybody look at him that didn't know football that went that went to Seattle games because they were in Seattle. He named that, that blue. Play, he named that play beast mode. Yeah, yeah. that gave that that is the first time that that roof was blown off in Seattle. They were seven and nine <laughs> that year. They were seven and nine. He blew the roof off, yeah. and then now it's the loudest stadium in in. In the NFL, I, sh- I hope sure Sean Alexander don't hear you say this. The running back. <laughs> where was he in the Super Bowl? Where wh- where was he? Yeah, where did he go? Sean in his MVP trophy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. How, how did? That, that, yeah, right. He, well, he yeah, MVP. Yeah. What What are you? Um, now, see, we living in the moment. You get. Don't forget. I'm talking in general. Don't forget the guys who, who's been there and done that. And bananas. So, don't forget the social media also. Beast mode blows up because of this. We blow it up because we gonna talk about it. Cause hey, it's it's beast mode. Don't that sound like something good? You yeah. put that on the shirt. You advertise, man. Come on, he he balls out. If I'm Seattle Seahawks, they are in a bind because they have to sign the quarterback Russell Wilson. Yeah. How do you sign a guy who everybody in the world put a stigma on? When a running back turns 30, he's no good. I don't that's not true. Yeah, tell Cedric Benson that. <laughs> right. That's right. not true. That was the most that's, recent one because he had all the he had all the issues. Right. That's Boating under the influence? Right. That's <laughs> that is not true. So I, I don't you can't it it bothers me when you put a number on a, on an athlete's age. And it always have. And it had nothing to do with me or anything. It's just like how you can say this guy can't play no more mm-hmm. until we see that he can't play anymore. No now, if you want to protect his his well being after football and say, well, this is why. We can't. You can't come play. on. Yeah, Earl, yeah, Earl Campbell. Yeah, come <laughs> on, Earl Campbell. You see, I've seen Earl Campbell. A tear dropped out my eye. This guy, I watched this guy in the Houston Oilers. Can't even walk. He can't walk without crutches or or wheelchair. Well, he can't in a wheelchair. He's in a wheelchair sometimes. But this guy, I seen Dan Deardorff. Hit, hit both of his legs go this way. Mm-hmm. You don't tell me you for the safety of the player. Well, if you are, then when he was holding out, give him more than one point five. But you can't do it because this is business. And everybody forget the business part of it because you have to sign Russell Wilson next year. That's why the receiver left. Uh, Golden, uh, Tate. Golden Tate left because he was going to come up. He was just he left perfectly, perfect timing because we just won a Super Bowl. Let me go somewhere and get paid. Well, right, because you want to get paid. Right. Because yeah. he won early. This is right. that was his second year, right? right. Yeah. Third, yeah, second year. Auto. No, it was third year. The, whatever it was, yeah. it was it was early on in his career. And then he had a big catch, a lucky catch that it wasn't even a it catch. Wasn't a catch. Lost and me it, a fantasy right. fantasy week that that week. Like <laughs> Green Bay's defense. Eight 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 three four six nine one four four. Cromwell's sports talk. We're gonna take a quick break. We'll be right back to finish off the show. what's happening on the Voice America Talk Radio Network by keeping up with us on Twitter. You can find us at Voice America TRN. 
Sports continues to grow and evolve to ever-increasing prominence in today's society. On All Around Sports, host John Inglesby will connect with the leading newsmakers from the sports world, including players, owners, and fellow sports journalists, discussing the top news and events that are relevant to sports today. John will also report from and offer his experience of the world's top sports events. Tune in to All Around Sports with John Inglesby, Fridays at 1 p.m. Eastern Time, 10 a.m. Pacific on the Voice America Sports Channel. If you think you've seen online TV before, let us surprise you. VoiceAmerica.tv is online now. The leader in live Internet talk radio has done it again. Multiple channels, a state-of-the-art viewing experience, live and on-demand programs streaming 24 hours a day. It's exactly what you want, when you want it. VoiceAmerica.tv. From health and wellness to business, sports, and everything in between, discover our new world. Visit VoiceAmerica.tv now and experience the future of online television. VoiceAmerica.tv. Get the news on our shows and other happenings by following us on Twitter. Find us at VoiceAmericaTRN or Twitter.com forward slash VoiceAmericaTRN. Y'all, he's, he's back there getting all great music selection into the show. Uh, we haven't heard one hour. song that was after 1990 on this show. Okay, who, nobody's dedicating those songs to Demery. Why not? After 1990? Crack, baby. Play me some... Uh, <laughs> let me... Uh, <laughs> the the intro is after 1990. What are you talking about? Oh, yeah, you're right. You're right. Uh, you're right. Come on. The intro is after 1990. Yeah. You're right. Oh, yeah. yeah. We have a whole other conversation well, about that song. Uh, that's yeah. for you. That's for yeah. me. That's... Yeah. That's... Yeah. That's... <laughs> <laughs> Big Pimpin'? If you, have you ever heard Big Pimpin'? Yes, I. Come on. Are you I kidding me? Young. Yeah. Okay. I no. I didn't. I say, have you heard it? Yes, oh, I have yeah. heard it. I know. I know what Big Pimpin' means. Okay. Have you listened to it? I yes. know what Big Pimpin'. I know what he's talking about. He said some stuff in that, and they played it on MTV, and no, none of them idiots ever caught it. <laughs> he practically told you how to sell drugs, yeah. weigh it, sell it, pack it up, on national TV. And they played it over and over and over again. And I'm not talking, I'm talking about the original version of Big Pimpin'. Not that's what you hear now. My goodness. So when you listen to the opening of the show, I mean, you just like music. If you like music, which is a nice beat, sometimes you get lost in, in, in the beats and the music and you don't hear the words. So I can't be the only smart one around me. This is my problem right here. I got to, I'm always the smartest in the room. Look. Fantasy At least football. one of us thinks that. Know, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I want to play fantasy football this year. Oh, we'll man. Get, oh, I, I, just joined the, I just joined the league. How much? It was free. It was on. Uh, How much you make? What do you mean? Nothing. Uh, oh, you do. Win, you make some. Well, I do. I do it for, for a little cash. Right. You, yeah. You sell. You sold out last year. You settled. Well, what do you mean? You had a chance to win two seven hundred, oh. and you settled because you was going on a trip. Go ahead, Demery. Because I out. settled. What are you talking about? Oh, I settled. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I, know I you did. Settled. I never it, got in a league with money because so so you played for against, free. Yeah, it was against NCAA rules. Let me talk rules to Alex. Yeah, to it's against NCAA rules. Oh, you talking about no? Like you last say, year, I mean, this year I just started. You know, yeah, but my he first can't do it. I mean, you, you could never do it. I've done it. Uh, no, I did. I've done it afterward. Football. That's some bull crap, though. You can go to Vegas and bet on some stuff. I can't. No, you can't. I can't. I couldn't. But you could go bet on me. That's That's crazy. Yeah. That's crazy. No, but fantasy, I mean, fantasy's How much you, I'm, big I'm, business. I'm, I'm going to look for a good fantasy team. It yeah. is big business. Ask, ask Joyce. Joyce is probably in a big one. Oh, yeah. He he uh, yeah, he does. Probably play. in matter a G buy-in or something. I ain't <laughs> <buying> You know? <laughs> you know? <laughs> I'll help you. 
I don't need no help in yes, fantasy. Yes, you do. I played fantasy before when I was doing the Cardinals radio. We played the fantasy, and I ended up beating, um, who was it, John Bloom and Rob Moore. Two they people. had to take me to dinner. You beat, you beat two people. Yeah. Yeah, no, no. And, well, against my, the whole oh. league. I, so be, I came before those two guys did. Uh, so it was 10, 9, 8. All right. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, <laughs> if, you need any, if you need any advice, I got you. Well, what are you, you going to tell me? I, 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 who, you know who to pick? I crushed it last year. You settled. I didn't. I I'd didn't, rather win big or lose the, the it all. Problem, the problem that I had was I drafted Cam Newton before Peyton Manning, and that was it. <sighs> I would have, ooh, boy. I'm not going to sit in the chair and duck. I'd rather die with my head up. Okay. You you settled because you said, man, I can It was a $100 difference. It's not that big of a deal. It was your money. Yeah, it was fine. I'd rather lose big or win big. That's good for That's great. I know. That's good for me, right? Yeah, that's awesome. Well, some guys don't have that dog in them. So in the fourth quarter, I can't count on you. Well, who is your team? <laughs> you calling me Carlos Boozer? <laughs> he, he don't play in the fourth quarter. Yeah, I know. <laughs> he, don't play, he don't play in the fourth quarter. No, nah, I think I'm going to do a fantasy this year. Yeah, no, it's fine. I think um, uh, I got to find a good team, though. Um, let me see where we're going to go here. Oh, did you guys, um, what do you thought about the um, Ray Rice, to wrap it up, his you speech? Know, I, here's before you go, Alex. Go, go. Before you go, piss me off that a guy can offer an apology, and I think Tuzi, you said uh, he was this kind of guy. He's modest, four hundred thousand home. Um, he's never been in trouble. He's a painter, which does speak to his speak to his character. Yeah. It does, but mm-hmm. and he's never been in trouble. So when he genuinely offers up apologies, it's just not enough for everybody. It's just not enough for some not everybody. Some people. Now you want to see him, and not that he's not going to do it, but this wasn't the time, um, I don't know if it was or not, the time to say, well, I'm going to do something for women's rights. I'm going to do this. I'm going to have a campaign for no spousal abuse. It's just never enough when the apology is genuine. Uh, and then when you say, well, I wouldn't appeal to, he said he wouldn't appeal to eight-game suspension. So now the two-game suspension, so he had four games, so, okay, well, in those four game checks that you wouldn't have appealed, why don't you donate to women's abuse or something like that? Why does he always have to, somebody always have to come out their pocket for somebody else to feel good about what somebody else did that's wrong? That the guy was generally, he generally made a mistake. That was a terrible mistake, dragging your fiance, now wife, out of a. Yeah. Um, Take a couple things away from it. Number one, he didn't read off a, off a piece of paper, which was okay, perfect. So that's number one. Perfect. Number two, he made eye contact with everybody. Number three, he said, and this is the quote that made me say, huh. You know, well, and, and side note, it wasn't him that gave himself the two-game suspension. That was the NFL. Right. So right. he's not at fault for getting a two-game suspension. Yeah, the NFL's um, at fault. Yeah, okay, it, and that's, that's up for interpretation. Yeah, at fault. Um, <laughs> the thing that he said, which was so, it, it was so existential at the time, was, I need to fix myself before I can help other people. And he knows that he needs to do his due diligence, go to rehab or whatever it is, go take classes, go to domestic violence training, things and things like that before he can be a spokesperson Let for domestic violence. Before you finish, when you go on, if that's never happened before and that was an isolated incident, mm-hmm. do you need to take classes? Yes, 100%. Because it's, it's more preventative than well, anything. What, what made him do it? I mean, whatever made him do it, he shouldn't have done it. Right. He shouldn't and, have and done it. And he will be the first person to tell you yeah, that. Yeah, I know. There are I people know that, I've never heard any trouble about that. Right. There are people that are serial uh, you know, uh, abusers and assaulters against women. 
There are mm-hmm. people that do it all the time. Yeah, and then it's not reported because women are scared to leave their, their significant other in fear of their life. And that happens. That's that happens it, a lot. It, it happens. It's crazy, but it does happen. That happens a lot. Yeah, and, and, that's, and, and the girlfriend, I mean, this is, she, this, she kind of does this for a living. So I've learned a lot of things uh, from her. So it's You said two things. The third thing, which I, which I, I don't know. Was what he said. Yeah, well, the, okay, then the fourth thing is. His wife wasn't there to do it. I didn't. I didn't she need was, to hear. She from, was up top. I didn't need to hear from her. Yeah. I needed to hear from him because mm-hmm. he was the one. He's the one that. The reason why we're talking about all this, he's the one that had the incident. I, so that was a, that was a thumbs up to that also. Yeah, I mean, it's just uh, overall we've seen a hundred of these apology press conferences for for various reasons, right? Like, Tiger Woods didn't even make, f an eye contact. When he was reading the thing, apologizing to his wife, he was just reading this thing, totally monotone. Yeah, he was sad because he got caught. Well, you know what? Um, Ray Rice was genuinely heartfelt, upset. He was mad he's, at himself. He's a different guy. And Tiger was a different guy. I know Tiger changed when his his dad passed away. Gibson no excuse to do what he did, but but I, what bothered me about Tiger Woods' apology is when he came to the podium and said, you know, he was here with all his family and friends. I seen anybody look like him. What family and friends are you talking about? He was here with all his family and friends. What friends? Seen, yeah, what friends? <laughs> uh, Notable Gay is a friend. Yeah. Notable Gay is because he was his roommate in college, right? Well, or is well, well, yeah, but he's a genuine friend, I think. And and uh, and I think when when you go back to Tiger Woods and Steve, his his then caddy, their friendship broke up because I don't think Steve could have held too much in or wanted to be around it, whether he knew it or not, or maybe he didn't. And then how you keep something from your caddy, who's your lifeline on the golf course as well as your talent in Knowledge of a golf course, Demry. I just want to know uh, how big of a pass. It seems like you know you are giving a Ray Rice here a pass. Who is? Oh, us. Kind of. It's in, not in a way like it. Are we giving him a pass? No, I, I don't. I don't agree with. I mean, what I, he did. I, 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 yeah, nobody agrees what he did, <laughs> but just because you know his great character, who he is as a person. It's kind of like okay, you made a mistake. Yeah. Now we're just gonna pass this. Well, one. okay, no, yeah. So I, I, I didn't say that. Yeah, at all. that's fair. So okay, so now, so now, so so it already happened. I don't believe it. That. It already happened. You can't change it. Right. Okay. So what is he gonna do? To he, him and his wife are already good, supposedly. Okay. She's yeah. not. It was well within her right after they got married, divorce him, take him for everything he has. No, why would she do that? I, I'm just saying, if if he was completely at fault, she would have gotten. Or, or, she, or, or yeah. if they so didn't, if they been vindictive. Well, it could have been. Okay, we've seen that with 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 uh, women that, that are married to uh, no to, to athletes. Okay, no, I'm just saying. Yeah, no and, man and, stands a, court, a chance in court. And I'm not putting any. I'm not saying that he wasn't at fault 100. percent Yeah. And and I agree with that. And that's a really good question that you ask. He was a, uh, he lost his mind. He was 100 percent wrong when he lost. 100. percent Now, it's what you do about it. The two-game suspension kind of makes him look worse than he should. If he got a 10-game suspension and said yes, I will take the suspension, it, he would look better. Because because they gave him a light suspension. Yes, they gave him a light suspension. Yeah. There's gonna, no question about he's that. He's gonna get where he's gonna get what he asked for. There's no way that if I lost my mind to knock knock somebody out like that, a female out like that, that I'm marrying her. That's, that's no way in the world. I, I know love has a whole lot stronger than the whole thing. But if I knock you out and drag you out of hotel, I don't know what happened in that hotel. But I lost my mind. You got me to a point where I can lose my mind, or I or I'm to a point where. I have no more control of what I do. So maybe to my question that I asked you, an, isol- an isolated incident, maybe he does need some um, counseling or yeah, some Yeah, and, and he already said but, that he's doing but that. But there's no way in the world that I'm getting back in that situation. They've been together forever. They've known each other since since high school. That's what they said. Yeah, that's what he said in, the, that's what he said so in, his, like, in his speech. 
brothers and sisters, pretty much. What? Yeah, brothers. No, and they're like high school sweethearts. That's brothers and sisters. <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> I like brothers and sisters. You know somebody like that. You know, you know them just as well as you know you. Especially when it comes to love. It's, yeah, it's just I'm above your head. Go ahead, go Denver. You're not. <laughs> you kill. Yeah, you got me. It doesn't make sense. When were you born? Ninety-eight. Stop it, 83, and you were born in 46. 80, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, 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 oh. 64, you, you're dyslexic. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> 64. <laughs> but I was born in 83. Uh, <laughs> no, so, I mean, it's, it's a really good question you ask, but no, never. Are we giving him a pass? Oh, no, even, no. Even, even, with, even with his whole apology scheme, I mean, you think he's doing this just because, you know, he got he got off pretty light with the two-game suspension, so it's like, yeah, I'll take this two-game suspension. I'm sorry, you know, looking at everybody in the eyes, like, but you only got two games of a suspension, like that. That's I mean, it's half a million dollars. So I mean, it's that's not nothing it's a, to him. He just signed a fifty million dollar deal or forty seven million or something. like he that. He was genuine, and I truly believe him. It's uh-huh. hard to believe people when they get caught doing something. It's really hard to believe that people are sorry when they get caught, especially people high profile stars in any sort of major sport, movies, you know, politics, whatever. We have a very forgiving society. Domestic violence is a huge um, epidemic that is now being put more into the spotlight than it ever has been. Yeah. It's still only probably 5% in the spotlight compared to actually what is what all is going on. But he was genuine. He made eye contact. He didn't read. He didn't have somebody make a statement for him before he spoke. He did a news conference right away, right after the suspension. What He's he going through all the channels that you need to go through in an effort to win uh, the, the U.S.'s it, hardback. It's, it's genuine. It's not for show. But you think there's going to be a lot of... Uh, I go back real quick, Denry. No, I'm not giving him pass because I don't think he should have ever did, done something like that. I don't think you should ever lose your mind when you get on a, if you get to that level. Um, it's not like you're still in crab legs or lobster legs out of store. When you get to a level at the, at that profession, you have to be able to control your mind. Right. And I don't want to dis- discount one incident from another, but I think the NFL, as we've been saying, as everybody probably been saying, dropped the ball on this. How you give them two games suspension? So so. The next guy do it. He gets four games, right? Or or does he get two games? Or does it? Or, or does he get a eight? season? Yo, does he get a season? <laughs> it's, it's it's just it's gonna come down well, harsher and harsher. It has to. But what? So it started with the two games. Well, it, see, it's difficult because it draw performance uh, enhancing drugs, substance abuse that's not technically illegal, marijuana, all these things, domestic. I mean, it's just like how can you how can you police everything under one umbrella? You just can't. The NFL will always be wrong. The NFL is always. Not, well, I'm not just saying, always. with the suspensions, they will always be wrong. Either too harsh or too light. There's never going to be a just right penalty. Four games would have been enough for me, and I would have been okay. But I think he would had to do some a whole lot. What we said he had to do now was counseling. Go. I mean, I don't. I don't. I don't want to make a person a superstar or a role model just because they do a certain thing. I don't want to make um, it okay for Ray Rice to be who he is and what he did. Okay, I just want to. What's the punishment? Across? Be consistent, Roger. Now, what, now I'm waiting for... Consistent what, how? With regards to what? Punishments. I punishment. understand, but you look. You have to look at the past of a player before you can make a punishment for this given action. Yeah, I say, that's what I always say. I say there's a case law to all this stuff, but that would have been a blueprint for this. This happened before in the league, so how he comes along, yeah. drags a woman out there. I don't, if you look at that tape and you just see a, him, a man dragging a woman out there, you don't know who it is, you think something crazy going yeah, on right totally. there. Yeah, totally. So, and now you find out it's Ray Rice, and now you... Part of the NFL, you messing up our brand. Now I got the punishment. Got to come down hard, and we got to get off the air. But I'll say this: that punishment was because Jim Mercy. He has to deal with him next, and he don't want the punishment be as hard on Jim Mercy. That's interesting. Yeah, man, it's too bad. Happy hour, Armadillo's Grill, or I got my new crown thing. 
That's my happy hour. All right. Alex Clancy, <laughs> uh, Jim Marie Lachey. It's Friday. Enjoy your Friday. Be safe this weekend. Cardinals Fanfare Saturday. Uh, we'll see you guys. We'll talk to you guys Monday. Thanks for tuning in this week. Join us every Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, and Friday at 12 noon Eastern Time, 9 a.m. Pacific Time for another edition of Kwame Lasseter's Sports Talk on the Voice America Sports Network.